I feel like grunting when you sit down or stand up just shows that you're putting some effort into it. Yeah. It's like, otherwise, like, how else would people know that I'm sitting down? Right. <laughs> Back here in the uh, in the in the catech recording, a, <clears throat> excuse me, another episode of the Six AM podcast. I'm going to stop saying what season and episode it is. It's just another episode. That's right. Yeah, hey, it can yeah. be whatever. Because I was informed by a listener that we have done several season threes. That's true. Yeah. Because it's probably season four or five. It could even be season one at this point. Yeah. I don't actually know, but I wanted to. I wanted to give a shout out to that specific listener. To let you know that we know, that you know, that we know, that we don't know what season it is. Life is a lot like seasons. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, Stanley. Uh, (laughs) Stanley, get the fuck out of here. What was it you were saying about seasons? I was just saying that... uh, Life is like seasons. It is. I think I'm in season three. This is not only our uh, next episode on whatever season this is, but this is also our return to form. Yeah. Because, yes, we did miss a week. We did? Yeah, we did. Did we? Did we miss a week? Was it intentional? Maybe. Did we? I mean, did we really miss it? Did you miss it? Yeah. That's the question. Yeah, that was... Speaking of people uh, shouting out, there's a lot... There's a couple people that were like, what was a podcast? Like, And I was like, "Eh, you know... We, These we things Jeff. take time to cook. Where were you again? You're Cuba. I was in Puerto Rico. <laughs> ah, yes. Right. Not as previously mentioned, um, in I think past episodes where I spent some time in a Cuban prison. Uh-huh. That's not where I was this okay, time. Yeah. I was in Puerto Rico on vacation. Ah. Not jail. Okay. So that's something you do. Vacation. Yeah. I I've never known this. To I didn't even know you knew the word. Pat. Okay. So as it turns out. People across America, maybe across the world, I don't know if this is like much like the pandemic where it's just kind of spread everywhere, <laughs> but I understand that people go on allegedly. these things, allegedly, <laughs> go on things called vacation where they take time off of work yeah. and sort of like life and they do things like rest or relaxation. Rest. rest. It's a foreign concept to me. Um, it has been... It has been. I've been trained to go along on rest and relaxation vacations. Uh huh. And there you go. I went to Puerto Rico. Look at that. For yeah. a week. Okay. Uh, this is going to sound like a stupid question. Go for and, it. And and I know that Puerto. I know that Puerto Rico yes. is yes a U.S. territory. Territory. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew that. It is. But did you need your passport to go there? I did not need my passport. So when you go on a Puerto Rican vacation, what is it that you go there for? Is it pernil? Maybe some tostones? <laughs> or possibly is it frijoles? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know I was so cultured, uh, did I, I you, I had no Jeff? idea that you clearly like were raised in Puerto Rico. Uh, gracias. So, <laughs> well, Gracias for I, noticing. Also, de nada for... Being so kind, I don't know other words. <laughs> if you were in Puerto Rico, you would say gracia. Ah, 
They don't put the S on it. It's a Caribbean thing. Fun fact about Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico was the origin of the chupacabra, not Mexico. Like no most shit. I think. actually didn't know that. Yeah, that's true. The goat sucker originated from Puerto Rico. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. You know, one of the things I like to do when I go on vacation, we go, we try and find some places that, you know, we haven't, we try not to visit the same place over and over and okay, over again. Yeah. So we're not the vacation people that like go to Ocean City, Maryland every year or to the Poconos every year. And there's nothing wrong with people that do that. I mean, if yeah. you want to do that, that's up to you. It's just not our jam. We kind of try and find, but I like to look up like the uh, local lore in each of the places oh, that yeah. I visit. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't do that in Puerto Rico this year. And now Dude. you just reminded me when you said, because I would have probably found that yeah and that's interesting i had no idea so back to your question though why Sorry, do you go to yeah. why does one go to puerto rico it's super super simple the food you go to puerto rico for the food for guys go to puerto rico and eat all the food yeah. eat all of it oh my god so i i agree so what what do you have a lit do you did you keep a tally in your head or of what of all the things that i eat yeah no i mean it was impossible um but but i will say this that like to all the people of puerto rico I love you. To uh, to the food in Puerto Rico, I love you too. See. And uh <laughs> and uh you know, I think the the weather was very hot and humid, but uh the ocean was accommodating. So, you know, the, I think that I mean overall the experience in Puerto Rico for me was terrific. Um I did not realize that when we got there like we would spend the mass majority of our vacation trying to find another place to eat. Which, by the way, is not difficult because they're everywhere. It's just uh, trying to choose which place we we're going to go. Yeah, so it, was it like was there not enough? Was there not enough? I mean, I'm not saying that not enough variety, but like, is there? Well, there's plenty of that. Was it? But was it just like, man, I want to want to try something besides? Uh, no, I just want to try everything. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, I want to oh, like, okay. go, like not having enough <laughs> stomach space. Yeah, this, it's exactly what was the problem. I so. Gotcha. You know, so this is one of my favorite parts about Puerto Rico. And of course, it's in the Caribbean. So, I mean, you are on island time. So if you guys aren't familiar with island time, go to the islands and you'll figure it out. Everything is just a lot slower. And it's intentionally put that way um, because you're on island time now. And that yeah. means that, that it even goes for like the everybody that lives there. They're just like, we're not in a hurry. OK, so just relax. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm trying to. So anyway. One of the there was a couple of restaurants that we visited that there was a, a literal sign that said if you can't uh, it, it, and I'm going to paraphrase but if you can't wait 45 minutes to an hour then leave because the, the, when you put your order in they'll they and they don't worry they they don't just leave you alone they give you they give you drinks and make sure that everything's refilled but you're gonna wait 45 minutes to an hour until your meal comes out and when your meal comes out because you're at whatever whatever you are on the list I'm telling you. Everybody that made food for us was making it right then and there. They weren't pulling it out of like can't complain. Yeah, they yeah. weren't coming in out of a heat lamp or off of a counter or in a you know. There was it was all like here's your your meals on its way. Relax, enjoy, have some drinks. Yeah, it'll yeah. be out. And I'm talking even things like even things that were like um, you know these smaller restaurants or trailers or sheds that were like that were serving food. Like it's just take your time. You're going to get it eventually. And when you do, whoo, whoo, yeah. It's well worth it. It was worth and it. By that time, you're starving, so you're like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you're just like, oh, this is you're amazing. Like, this best best thing I ever ate. Yeah. So that's awesome. Do you yeah. do any skating while you're there? I did no skateboarding. I did not take my skateboard with me. However, one of the things I did notice, it doesn't seem that there's a lot of skateboarding culture in Puerto Rico, and it could be that I just didn't find it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it rains every day in Puerto Rico, you know. So I mean, yeah, it kind of puts a damper on things. But there are there are curbs everywhere. There's ledges, ledges upon ledges upon ledges yeah. everywhere, and I'm like. Why is nobody yeah. skating these? 
licking your I'm lips. old, so I like ledges and yeah. curbs, right? But so like, I'm like, goodness gracious, look at all these, look at all these. And my wife's like, shut the fuck up. I, I, I want to go on more, and I know that, again, that's a U.S. territory, but it's more, if it's an international feel vacation. You're in you know, the Caribbean, you're, yeah. You're visiting a different culture. You're in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Right. But I want to, like, I there's a lot of international vacations that, like, I would like to go on, but none that I can. I don't want to go on an international vacation I can afford. Oh, so I will say this, and this is this is a, a fun fact for all you guys that uh, aren't big travelers, and that is traveling internationally is a lot more affordable than you think. Yeah. And it's just a matter of like deciding whether or not you're, if you're a resort person, is going to be extraordinarily expensive. But if you're willing to like work within like the local populace and get an Airbnb and then traverse it on your own, it's much more affordable. In fact, a lot of travel, like I always, I I mean, people love Disney. Shout out to the Brogans. And (laughs) that shit is expensive, man. That's not, it ain't cheap. Dude, my family would. Go and le- pack a lunch, and Dom's family too. We would go out to the car to eat lunch during yeah, <laughs> on, yeah. on our trips to the parks, yeah. and then go back in just to say like we're not right. fucking spending any right. more money here. Yeah. We can't. Yeah, look, this is same. I mean, yeah. it's not. It's just like that up the road here in Pennsylvania with Hershey. I mean, you go to Hershey Park and like Hershey Park, getting into the park is expensive, but where they get you yeah. is when you're thirsty and hungry. Yeah, it's real and, hot. And you're like, right yeah, and they give you the shittiest food. Yeah, you know, and it's you know, it's always Aquafina water. Yeah, Aquafina. <laughs> why don't you just drink out of your own toilet? Yeah, you know. So, <laughs> why don't you just have me drink my own fucking piss? <laughs> so yeah, so Disney folks, yeah, yeah. Sorry. But no, I'm just saying, like, if you're if you're like, oh, you know, if you think that if you think that traveling internationally, oh yeah, is expensive. I mean, it is far more affordable than like saying, say, going to Disney World. Yeah, yeah. So it's good to have you back safe. And well, sound, thank you. Though. Yeah, I had uh, a great vacation in one and, piece. Yeah, and was it worth an episode of the Six AM podcast? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I, I felt like I, it was. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you and your family had a wonderful trip. We did. We missed you, but uh, Justin did a wonderful job. Taking he did. Over shout for out you. to Justin. I thanked yeah, him personally. Did a great job. But I think he I think he deserves a, a we, shout out. That's right. Shout out to Justin job. for holding down the fort while I was out and uh, doing a great job on top of that. So yeah, you know, so perfect. So what are we getting into today, topic wise? Uh, Puerto Rico. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were talking today, uh, Jeff. I, I asked you a question a while back, but I said, don't tell me now. Uh, I want I want to talk about this as a, a sure. topic. Uh, Luta Livre, I believe I'm saying this correctly. Yeah, you are, which, or at least to my pronunciation of it. Yes. Well, which uh, which I thought was originally was Lucha Libre, which is uh, obviously very different. But is it? <laughs> Jeff, but, let's but get into it. it. <laughs> let's dive deeper into this topic. Yeah. For those that aren't familiar with this, this is a um, this is a form of grappling. Yes, that is very very much like Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Did it stem from? It didn't. It it did and it didn't. So okay. we have to like we have to step. We have to go way back to the 1920s. This is not a facts no based no, no, no. podcast. So just relax. This is a, a luta livre at a glance. At a glance, right. So around the early 1920s, 1924 and so on and so forth. This this art was introduced and it what it what it was, what it came to be. So it is a, it is it is a grappling art. Okay, they have two components. They have um, they have the sport component which does not involve strikes. 
Okay. And then they have Valley Tudo, which everybody's heard of. Uh, okay? okay. And Valley Tudo is there's strikes and it's like sort of the um, predecessor to mixed martial arts. It's often given the the credit to you know being the next. You know, mixed martial arts is more formal in its approach. It's got rules and so on and so forth. Whereas Valley Tudo did not have rules. Really? So yeah. the way that it the way that it actually ended up positioning stuff, it has a rivalry with Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and most of this is just because uh, I mean there has to be there has to be a martial art, and then there has to be another martial art that says it's better than the other martial yeah, art, and then the it becomes like a thing, right? Yeah. So so the difference though between them and almost entirely is predicated upon whether or not you're wearing a gi. So Brazilian Brazilian Jiu Jitsu obviously stemmed from wearing a gi, and uh, Lucha Livre does not. They don't wear. They don't wear geese. And 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 it's not necessarily like a sambo where they only have the tops. Like right, bear. right. They do the. It's not the full poo bear. It's like they're. It's like no gi. It's no gi jujitsu. Yeah, right. It's, but right. It, is like isn't that what it is? Yeah. So the, one of the, one of the things one of its distinguishing characteristics in the beginning because how it made its way in through like uh, popularity in Brazilian culture was uh, and specifically in like Rio de Janeiro one of the things that they that they claimed was that was that Brazilian jiu jitsu was for rich people and and you can see that yeah 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 and Lute Livre was for the poor the people. people. For the people, right? right? Essentially, yeah. Yeah, for the for the kids that are living in the favela that can't afford a gi, you know, here we'll teach you this art. And one of the distinguishing characteristics of it was that they focused a lot on leg locks. So early on, when there were challenges between the two schools of thought, um, often the leg lock would. <laughs> I was just gonna say, is that why gi in gi jujitsu their leg lock most leg locks? Let's just just say are not allowed well it just wasn't something that was practiced as as uh, i mean it was always it was always in the realm of brazilian jiu-jitsu it just wasn't practiced all that often and as we know as we've discussed even on this podcast that when you're wearing a gi a lot of the attacks happen on from the from the waist up yeah and they just do because of all of the different levers that you have and advantages that you have from wearing a gi um so there are a lot more choking options there's a lot more grip you know, in that, in that, so, so you've got, so like a lot of the upper body attacks are a lot more fluid and, and, or I shouldn't say fluid, but they're a lot more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Grips? There is a lot more, Handles? it's a lot more grippy. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a lot, it's a lot more, I don't want to say static cause it's not static, okay, yeah, but yeah. it's, but like you're, you have, you have a lot more contact with your opponent and, and the things like setting up arm locks, for instance, in a, in a nogi environment, when you get sweaty, it's easy to slip out of them. You have more more of a connection to them. There's, yeah, there's more there's a, more friction. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Even when you're sweaty, there are a lot more possibilities for for submission holds in the gi from that perspective. Right. Yeah. So so their focus was okay. So we have these upper body attacks, but then we also have all these attacks at the legs. So and if you don't train leg attacks and again this is all going out to dave brogan and his foot fetish <laughs> or was that our foot fetish <laughs> no, he no he he saw it that, yeah. he saw that it was yeah i think that's, that's why he likes the show yeah i think so yeah so one of the one we just we did get a comment <laughs> about like we talk about legs a lot yeah and feet. we do yeah but that's also because so this is this is an interesting topic because uh recently jeff I had a bit of a wardrobe malfunction, didn't I? Uh, uh, right? Uh-huh. Uh, I was wearing a gi that I believe, actually, it was the one that you and uh, 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 former co-host Jeff Galino gave to me yeah. as a gift. Uh, was Correct. 
was also the last gi that fit me properly <laughs> because I've been putting on a little bit. We've been talking about the soda recently. We were talking about Dr. Pepper before the show. Yeah, it sucks. I've been hitting root beers pretty hard lately. Not Dr. Pepper, by the way. Yeah, Dr. That, Pepper cream soda. Cream soda, yeah. Sucks. Lots of sugar, gaining yeah. lots of weight. Not gaining doing a, lots of weight. Not doing a, not doing a lot of jujitsu, so that combination leads to gi's not fitting great. Right. So I uh, was putting one on, uh, my last one on the, the other morning, and I went, like, split right down the leg. And I was like, well, all right, this is not good. <laughs> so I went a bit Lucha Livre myself yeah. recently because, like, I mean, even the cheaper geese, I don't want to buy a cheap gi because I don't want to split it open again. <laughs> but I also, I think it was because it, it being the only gi I had, I was putting a lot more wear and tear. Yeah, But also, it's it's just the fact that, like, these are things that are meant to be, uh, you know, beaten up on but they are the good ones are pretty you know they're pretty expensive, they're pretty expensive yeah. so i can understand the the need or the um the the opening the space that for luta livre to exist sure what what's the difference between like let's say a combat luta livre or something like that and a yeah. combat jujitsu so again so combat luta livre would be valetudo so that would be so that would oh, be no rules yeah that's oh. like yeah so, <laughs> whereas combat jujitsu is an open palm strike you know we have like there's not there's not punching there's there's yeah it's an open palm strike now you can still knock somebody out with an open palm strike yeah, yeah. but but that's the difference it, it over time like is it really like it, i find it kind of disappointing only from the standpoint because you asked me if i had opinions about this and i yeah. do because because i also like i totally get it like from a from a, as a brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner i think brazilian jiu-jitsu is the greatest martial art on the planet and it is very easy to get sucked into the idea that like all these other arts suck yeah. right like yeah. fuck you kung fu fuck you uh karate yeah you know fuck you you know yeah, go whatever. ahead, try to kick me. Yeah, get right. Give me your I, leg. I dare you. And then someone kicks you, and you're like, God damn, ow, kick me again. Ow. So Brazilian jiu-jitsu, because we have this, like, we have this, uh, you know, this sort of ego, we'll call it, like yeah. the BJJ ego, that that's like, it's the greatest martial art. And it is. But we also get ourselves wrapped up in, in uh, you know, arguments and or whatever, turf wars over, like, uh, we have one with Muay Thai, we have one with... Muay Thai, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Lute Libre, like, and that one's that one's been standing. The thing I don't like about it, this specific one, is because they are so similar in their approach to yeah. grappling and submission wrestling. Um, it's really it really turned into a class war, and that's like I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. I I like I do both no gi jujitsu and yeah. and gi jujitsu. I love them both, and I think that I think that there was that. You know, this perspective on the submission wrestling world brought something to the table. Now, in the end, what happened is that they were there were so many challenges that were going on, and one one trying to dominate the other that Lute Livre became like the like the dominant. You know, there was like oh, beat, they beat some BJJ guys. You know, and then it, the tides turned, and they figure, and then the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu practitioners figured out what was going yeah. on, and then they came back up on top. And then they also had like the marketing machine and the ideas and the thoughts about moving to America, starting the UFC, and 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 then all exploiting, the privilege. yeah, and exploiting all of the <laughs> all the privilege. Mm -hmm. I right. see how it is. Yeah, and so I'm willing to leave right now, Jeff. Sorry. Oh, really? Sorry, pal. Yeah. Yeah, okay. dude. All I'm right. for the people, man. You are for the people. I threw all my geese out. You could on because they they rip because <laughs> 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 I don't fit in them anymore. <laughs>
I, I also pour out of necessity. Also, since then, I have lost twelve pounds. So oh, good, I, I've, good. I've, We're back I've, on it. Yeah, I'm back and I like back on my shit. Right. But it's just like, damn. So you went back in the BJJ club then, or yeah? Okay. Uh, well, no, no, but not yet. No. Okay. No, you, you fucking communists. Yeah. Or, no. No. Capitalists. No. Cap- cap- I don't. I don't know. Pigs. I don't know. I don't even know how to do a class war. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny at the end of all of this? Because eventually, uh, uh, gi jujitsu did open up and start having no gi grappling and yeah, jiu-jitsu of course. and stuff like that. Right. And <laughs> which is funny that there was a rivalry because then they're like, you know what, it's actually not bad. We, yeah, we, th- we see like some this. value in this. Yeah, we see some value in it. If like a, a, like this year the uh, <laughs> Luta Libre is uh, <laughs> announcing their gi classes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Wait a minute, gi Luta Libre? What are you talking I mean, about? Nah, now? come on now. That's just crazy talk. Yeah, and it's it's funny cuz that's you know, that's exactly what happens is that you know, Ultimately, we're all doing whether we like it or not. Whether you're a karate guy, whether you're a jujitsu guy, whether you're you know lute livre guy, you are doing mixed martial arts. Yeah, because there's so much influence on the things that are that are occurring like in within the specific discipline that you're training that there's no more like there's and this again these are the things that create like class wars or create like divisiveness in in martial arts is that you know we're keeping it pure you know yeah. That's not how it's supposed to work, you know. Yeah. It's a, it's an evolving sport. It's an evolving martial art. It's an evolving idea. Like these are things that that what makes it valuable. It's foundationally or principally based on these sets of of moves. We're not getting rid of those things. We're right. just adding on to them. Yeah, you know. So I mean, you're not it, messing with tradition. Tradition right. is still there. There's still traditional jujitsu. Sure, of course. But now, Japanese jujitsu. There's yeah. traditional Japanese jujitsu. Right, guys. It's not even Brazilian. No, I don't even know what. <laughs> Why are you Brazilians are arguing about it? It's Japanese. Buddy. Well, we have like because we have guys we have guys now that are arguing in the states that we should call it American Jiu-Jitsu well, because the Puerto Rican Jiu-Jitsu. Right. <laughs> They're doing the food right. Yeah. Why not? Have you ever had Brazilian steakhouse? You're right. It's delicious. It's. Uh, it is. I think there's a correlation here. Let's yes. see what Puerto Rican grappling's like. Yes, sir. <laughs> It's all Brazilian jiu-jitsu. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's, it's all grappling. It all ends up being gra- because it even does. then, like you see, like you see, like wrestling moves. You see, of course, you see other of things like you that. Do. You see right. different elements of like it, it, it's it's mixed martial arts in the end. It is overall. There's value to to all these components, and and I think too that the idea that and we've talked about this in just in previous podcasts is that the idea that Brazilian jiu-jitsu is not designed for striking is wrong. The idea for yeah. Brazilian jiu-jitsu is for you to be in a dominant position so you can throw strikes, and they can't throw strikes back at you. Right. So. I mean, and with the idea that from a self-defense perspective, you know, whatever the percentage is, I'm sure it's it's a larger percentage of the of types of street fights end up on the ground. You end up on the ground. Somebody ends up on the ground. That's Brazilian jiu-jitsu time, yeah. right? So yeah, yeah. That's kind of like the the very brief history of uh, Lute Livre, and and there's still there are schools that are available in the states that that train this, um, the same way that there are schools like for Sambo and and everything else, which also has value in yeah. their in their approach to, you know, submission wrestling, um, and I and I don't I don't poo poo any of that shit because like I said, it, I mean it's very easy to fall into that category where you're like. You know, I'll challenge. You know, doing like the Gracie challenge stuff, like you but know, when you can like short, when you can short answer it, basically just saying like it's basically no gi jujitsu. <laughs> it really is. Like literally, that's. I mean, yeah. and, and it's not to take away from their their history or their experience. Yeah, when you do the sport component of it, it is it is no gi jujitsu. Right. And if you go to like the the striking component, it's just mixed martial arts. Yeah, like, and, and that's what I'm saying is like it, it, it's it's a 
it's a very simple equation of like like if it's just the 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 price of the equipment or whatever it may be like or 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 just how uh people are viewed like even if it's a class system like that like of of like this is the the less formal way to do it like a, you know well like somebody like Daisy Fresh like you know sure. you think about like that where you don't think no, this and, was not like this is not right. This is not somebody. They, these are not guys living in an ivory tower. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah. These yeah. are guys that are like living in a fucking laundromat. Yeah, sharing <laughs> sharing geese. or a van. Yeah, right. sharing geese. What happens is we first of all, as as Americans, we have a lot of privilege. Whether you whether you fall into the you know the the you know a, right at the poverty line, lower middle class, middle class, upper middle yeah. class Americans, which make up like again because of our capitalist society, we. <laughs> fuck you capitalism (laughs) because of this we actually have uh, and i know it's a declining one but we have a thriving or we have a strong middle class right not a political podcast not a political yeah yeah fuck get that shit out of here all right so at any rate but the point is is that is that in that in that span there's a lot of privilege here there's a lot of opportunity that wouldn't exist otherwise for a lot of other people in other countries and so what happens though is that you get introduced to these ideas or these concepts or these martial arts in this particular case we're talking about this and it's just who taught you right yeah. that's i grew up in brazilian jiu-jitsu like i honor that and i try to continue to honor that as an instructor of brazilian jiu-jitsu i think it's the greatest martial art ever right. i want you to think it's the greatest martial art ever big little libre again <laughs> but, sorry but but right i don't want to tell you don't do sambo don't do lute livre don't yeah. do you know karate i hope don't i'm saying do, it right if I'm, yeah you can't yeah. yeah you can't poo poo another one to say yeah, yeah i don't yeah, want to yeah. say that shit i don't want to say i do i could have been saying it wrong the whole time it gives a shit but yeah. the the point is is that I, i'm not i'm not here to tell you not to do those things or that they they suck like you know how many i, I can't tell you how many guys i've run into in my um in my life in martial arts who, who have taught me cool stuff that just from greco-roman which is old, 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 right? Like that's yeah. a very or freestyle wrestling, or um, you know, or even even things like karate or whatever. I mean, there's a lot of different things that you can learn um, and and apply to your own game, or at least be aware of it as part of like as a Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter. I do want to know how other people who yeah. train in other martial arts are going to attack me. Yeah, of course. So that I can figure out how to use jujitsu against them. Yeah, this is the time that I'd like to take as well that uh, to let you know that I'm opening my own gym. Uh, it's known <coughs> as Harrisburg Brazilian Luta Livre. It's in the parking lot of Harrisburg Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu East. <laughs> we'll have classes Monday through Friday. Yeah, uh, so we're just in the parking lot, just off to the side there. Um, by the dumpster. We will need a spotter just for cars. And uh <laughs> <laughs> car Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. <laughs> we come in. Jeff, can we use the bathroom? <laughs> no. First week is free. Yeah. yeah, first week's free. Uh you get a free uh uh paper towel. Whatever I can get out of the dumpster. Yeah, back whatever there. I can find in your gym. Yeah, right. My last week. <laughs> It's all yours. I'm gonna I'm gonna last week this at, like you would do at a corporate job. I'm just gonna take staplers and yeah and uh, hats stuff yeah. like that. Cross out there's a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Just put Luta Libre <laughs> spelled wrong. L O O T. Did I ever tell you that my very first gi that I and it's a Howard Combat Kimono. I'm sure I've said this on the podcast. My very first gi, we had the name of our academy sewn into the sleeve, and yeah. they spelled Jiu Jitsu wrong. Oh man, how they spell it? 
No, I don't think you did tell us that. Yeah, it was it was jujitsu. It was J U I G J I T S U instead of J I U. Oh, I was like, wait, no. I J- was like, right letters, J- wrong way. Yeah, J U I. It was jujitsu. Jujitsu. Train some jujitsu. Oh, really? Hey, and one thing just starting his own jujitsu. That's right. Jujitsu. Sorry. You know, one of the things too that, like, speaking of like you know, traditional sort of values and like the way that we approach. Don't forget that we're also a gigantic judo gym. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And, I- and judo, like, I mean, that's where Japanese jujitsu moved into judo and judo contains a lot of the same elements as Brazilian jujitsu. Yeah. Except for that. It, it focuses on throwing people to the ground. So it has a, an entire takedown component that Brazilian jujitsu just naturally doesn't have. It wasn't part of that progression so yeah you know <clears throat> but but when you hit the ground it's not like it's not like brazilian jiu-jitsu invented the arm lock yeah it, they didn't no japanese jiu-jitsu did <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so it was like i i wanted to say all it but that was way too many words to say harrisburg brazilian jiu-jitsu and judo luta libre right. <laughs> harrisburg Brazilian luta livre and judo. We'll offer judo too. Why not? And also maybe a little sambo. Why not sambo? Yeah. And also we're going to do lucha libre, uh, libre, which is uh, Mexican wrestling. Right. And also we're going to be doing uh, uh, pizza. <laughs> Just like Planet Fitness. <laughs> Every class has pizza. <laughs> We're gonna close I down mean, in a week. You're really, you're really selling this, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrific. So good. I mean, there's the there's the main topic for today. Hell yeah. Uh, so that just goes into, I guess that would be the world of jujitsu to, yeah, today, t- today or yesterday or or tomorrow even, or maybe even tomorrow. Who knows? Can we look at the future? Did you did you watch the did you watch the Diaz? I, I watched and it. Yes, actually, I watched fight. it for free the next morning. Did you uh, watch the entire fight? On t- yeah, I did. You I watched was, the entire thing. I watched the whole thing, all ten rounds. It was, it it was. I think exactly what I th- what it was thinking was. Yeah. Like I I didn't think that Diaz was going to agree to lose. You know what I mean? Like I don't think it was going to be. a You were worried like about that. it though. But I was. I was worried yeah. that that could be a possibility. I right. just because anything's. A, at Jeff, in this world, fucking anything's possible. That's right. So, <laughs> and you can take that one way or the other. In this case, this was a very pessimistic. Yeah, this was a very empty. Yeah, this, view. Was, this was this was what kind of anything could happen, or you know, anything could happen. Yeah, but you know what's fucking <laughs> happen? Probably dogs gonna shit right in your mouth. <laughs> You're gonna be sleeping, and a dog's gonna shit in your mouth. There's a high probability. <laughs> if we can look it up statistically, like you're more likely to have a dog shit in your mouth while you're sleeping than get struck by lightning. It's say. way more likely. You have a dog, <laughs> right? <laughs> you live with a dog. No. So like that. <laughs> so I thought we were we were all gonna have our mouths shit in, and I don't think we got our mouths shit in, but I think we definitely stepped in shit because it was like the people that did pay for it. It was a sold out arena. Was what they said. I'm assuming. Right. Uh, it was fifty nine dollars. I did look into it. I did. For I wasn't pay-per-view. gonna buy it, but I did want to know how much it was. Okay, that's it not was too bad. Sixty bucks, not bad, right? It's not bad. And from what I've heard, the other fights were competitive as well. But I, I don't know boxing. Sure, like I okay. Yeah. I don't really know it. Yeah, I'm sure they were good. I like watching boxing. I appreciate like high level boxing. Yeah, but this is not high level boxing. It was not. So like this is. Yeah, gimmick boxing. Okay. Right, you go into it with that sixty bucks. You're gonna see what happens, right? 
you're you're already you've already bought into the hype. But if you're if you're willing to wait, just watch it for free on the internet the next day. I watched the highlights. I didn't watch. It was it was okay. Yeah. It like it was pretty cool. I think Dana White pumped him up a little bit more than I thought he would have, but I think it's because he wants to re-sign him. Okay. Um, but he's at said, almost forty. Yeah. He, I think he wants because there's going to be this actually brings me up to the second uh, topic that I wanted to bring up. Not everybody's Randy Couture, though. Uh, anyway, go ahead. you're right. You're right. No, yeah. that's a good point. They yeah. say the last thing to go is strength. Jeff is power. So but with which, with all due respect to Nate Diaz. No, no. He has no, no, accumulation, just, not necessarily power. Right. So like. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was like one of the things like we saw like in that fight with Jake Paul, he got knocked down. And I'm like, down. I'm like, how many times have we seen Nate Diaz get knocked down? Like yeah. a lot. Yeah, a lot. He gets knocked <laughs> down a lot. And so like <laughs> the thing about him is like every time he gets up, it gets worse for whoever's right. fighting him. Like, right. It, it just, stop it, knocking him down. Stop, stop <laughs> pissing him off. Yeah. <laughs> stop hitting him. <laughs> Just give up. Yeah, just stop. Save yourself. He's not going to stop. And you saw it even in the uh, in the tenth round. I am interested in the rematch at M- in MMA. I am. I'll. I won't order it, but I am more interested in that than anything else. Sure. Um, also, Jake Paul hitting. It's also the weight. It seems like, like I don't know how much da- Nate Diaz cut. Uh, to, for weigh-ins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. But, like, Jake Paul, and I don't know how natural it is. There's a lot of speculation on my end, yeah, obviously. Right, of course. You're but, a skeptical person by nature. But this is... It It, it wasn't the worst-case scenario. Right. But I still Agreed. am not happy, necessarily, with what happened. Sure. Like, not... Everybody's like, Nate Diaz basically won because he could have choked him out. Like, yeah, but he lost the boxing match. It was here. a boxing match, right. Right. That's what they agreed upon. That's, that's right. That's it. That's right. Um, but yeah, so uh, so I, overall, I would have to say it was a roaring. Okay, it was a roaring boar. Yeah, it was a, ro- <laughs> <laughs> a roaring boar. Is the, is the best way to put it. All right, so I don't know if you've seen this. Look at Jeff. this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at the curled paws and everything. This is this is from. Uh, you're not even. You're not. <laughs> shut up, Natalie. Have you seen this? I have. This is from a comp. This is from a competition. Can you make uh, it full screen? Yeah, yeah. I'll show I, you in a second. I wanted. I wanted to get the uh, volume on it as well. This is a from a competition. I believe a uh, gentleman's girlfriend is giving him advice from the sidelines. Okay. And I don't know if it's going well, Jeff. I'm, well, we'll find out. <laughs> He's just gonna hold you there. So this is uh this is from uh, uh, I don't. <laughs> if you guys are listening, if you guys are just That's listening and not, if you're just if you're just listening to the podcast and not watching it, yeah. we're watching a video. It looks like it. It doesn't. I can't tell if this is an IBJJF competition. It doesn't look like it is. It no. looks like I because the the we have the screen screen dimmed. You. Okay. All right, good. So we've got. Uh, I don't know what rank they are either. I can't see what they're. No. It would appear. Uh, they're, so they're in typical Brazilian jiu-jitsu fashion in competition, we have one guy on his back, yeah. and then we have this guy uh, on top who's in the in a, some sort of guard scenario. I can't. I can't see if he's in a closed guard. It looks like he's probably a closed guard. Um, but his his girlfriend, the guy who's on top, his girlfriend's on the on the sidelines, shouting things at him, yeah. and the dude on the top looks up and goes, "Shut up, Natalie." <laughs> <laughs> So this is uh this is uh, this was in the world of jujitsu today in my book in my uh, timeline and everything like that has there has there ever been a situation where 
I, I personally have never seen, I don't think, anything like that, like, legitimately, like, in person. Right. But, like, I... I cannot imagine that. It's so strange to see this at a jujitsu competition <laughs> because of it. Not only yet, you know, I know we joke about it. Uh, it's a gentle art and all this stuff. But sure. like, for the most part, most jujitsu people are, even the ones that are like, <laughs> like are basically that on the mats, but like never like outspoken like that even when they argue with the refs or something like that i uh, I haven't heard anybody raise their voice like this necessarily depending on the rule set like there are so so a lot of brazilian jiu-jitsu competition has has specific rules about what you can say while you're on the mat competing and what you can't do and if you they so like if that was uh uh an ibjjf competition that dude probably would have been dq'd Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. So that's why he he's using foul language on the mat. So and you're not allowed to do that. Oh. So and it, you Natalie, know, just, <laughs> Natalie, <laughs> Natalie. <laughs> so how are you supposed to? What does IPJJF uh, rulebook say about how, Natalie? How you may address Natalie. <laughs> no eye like, contact with Natalie. No. You're not even allowed to talk to the fucking ref. You're not allowed to talk to the ref. But you can. T- can you? Can you so can you not? So okay. So this is essentially this is why I haven't heard people. Screaming or yelling or anything yeah, like that. It's yeah. because you're not even supposed to you're address not, the ref. Nope. So what? What is the what? Uh, so obviously there wasn't not, there was no foul or anything here. <laughs> well, we didn't see what happened afterwards. Well, there was going to be an interesting car ride. I'm sure. I'm sure there would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man, Natalie's so, going to let him hear it. Yeah, I mean, I've seen all kinds of crazy shit at competitions. I mean, and it just depends on what the time period was. Like way early on in my jujitsu career, there was. I would say that there were a lot more hot tempers than there are today. Yeah. Um, and, and most of that is just like people with bad self-reflection. They are disappointed in their performance. Yeah, people they that throw, are projecting. Yeah, projecting <laughs> disappointment. Yep. Um, lack of talent and ability. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been there. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes just the pure frustration of like having gotten yourself, you know, especially for smaller competitions uh, or what would be known as like local competitions, some of these people take this f- shit way too seriously. Yeah. And I get it. Like, you put a lot of effort into it. I understand. You cut weight, potentially. You worked really hard. And you come out in your first match and you lose. Here's the thing, guys. In Brazilian jiu-jitsu matches, um, 50% of all the competitors lose their first match. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? So You're going to win 0% of all the matches you don't take. <laughs> That's right. Pat Grosky. Those, those, <laughs> those are words to live by. <laughs> uh, last quick uh, little story I have here. Uh, uh, there's also video. I'll include it here. There was like 20 seconds of footage that I saw of John Jones and also our boy. I don't know if I should say his name or not. Go ahead. Gordon Ryan? Gordon Ryan. Grappling. Yeah. And it fucking looks cool. (laughs) (laughs) Gordon's back on the podcast. (laughs) But this is more, this is more, I am a hundred times more intrigued about a John Jones, Gordon Ryan grappling match. 
we just talked about this in the last episode. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. Of course you That's are. That's what I want to see. Yeah. And the, I think more people would want to see that. Yes, of course they would. There's a lot of like, there's just a lot of like of the core competencies in mixed martial arts. I mean, the ground component of that is is a sincere and I mean, I, I don't know how many times we got to go over this. Yeah. Not you and I, yeah, but yeah. I mean, just like p- the public in general. I know that nobody likes it when it goes to the ground unless there's strikes being thrown. But the 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 whole purpose of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in the in context to, to mixed martial arts is for you to be in a dominant position. So all that shit that you guys love from ground and pound and stuff comes yeah. from Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, like and scrambles. Yeah, and you're going to like scrambles. Like when that's why everybody cla- yeah. everybody claps not just because they got up. It's because of the in the manner in which they got yeah. up and the efficiency that yeah. they use. Yeah, and and I tell you, like like submission wrestling at that at that level is very I, to me is very exciting and to being able to take these guys you know you have someone like and Gordon Ryan of course getting closer and closer and closer to yeah. professional MMA yeah, yeah. right but if you've got these you've got these guys that are that are either like aged out of of active professional competition in mixed martial arts they're still really competent and good grapplers yeah. they can put on great matches let's see it why not? Gordon Ryan's one of my favorite. Come on, Lute, fight pass. Lute Livre practitioners. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I, that would be. That's I mean, he has jujitsu tattooed on his arm, so fuck you, That's Pat. the money fight. He spelled it wrong. <laughs> J U I. I mean, that's cool. Gordo. That's how it's supposed to be spelled. <laughs> that's cool, Gordo, but. It's Arizona jujitsu. You spelled buddy. it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, so. That's that's what I had. I had a couple things from uh, uh, the world of jujitsu. I got I got some more stuff, but I'll save it for that. Yeah, time. great. All right, Not cool. Time sensitive. You know what that means? What? It's time to ask, ask a, a black belt. Okay, Javier asks a question. What would you have to offer the aliens? <laughs> and you know which aliens I speak of. I speak of the intergalactic planetary, I assumed planetary as intergalactic aliens that yeah. have been addressed in Congress. First, I mean, and I think this is obvious, Javier, is that like I'm the complete package. Just ask my wife. <laughs> <laughs> We've all seen the picture of you holding that stake. I mean... If you needed further evidence. Yeah. Right. Okay. So what do I have to offer the aliens? Well, besides my exquisite taste in music. Yeah. I knew it would be music. I knew it would be music. <laughs> I saw that question. I was like, he's going to say something about music. Boom. Hey, I was going to be like, dude, besides check out my, my collection. Right. Besides my exquisite taste in, yeah. in, in the audible arts. Yeah. Ooh. Would be, of course, to come to, uh, you know, Come to Harrisburg Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Judo East and take some. Sign up for the two-week trial. It comes with right? fifty-nine dollars. Comes with a free gi, and you have access to all of our Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Judo classes, not only on the East Shore but the West Shore as well. And if for some reason alien life forms, you happen to be in York, you also have access to our gym in York. I thought you were going to say, and if you don't like it, you can go out to the parking lot and try some of Pat's Luta Libre. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna have Puerto Rican food. I mean, food. can I please? Can, well, shit. Then I might oh. sign up. Oh, dude, you know what I would offer aliens? Puerto Rican food. Or so would I. Like, if you want to make friends with them, yeah. send them down to Puerto Rico. Give them an empanada, dude. Yeah, okay. Be like, what is this? Don't ask. I'm just, like, listen. If it has, it. It, I'm just gonna tell them if there's if there's seafood involved, eat it. If yeah. there's pork involved, fucking eat it. If there's chicken involved, eat it. Uh-huh. And if there's beef involved, what should I do? Eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Casey asks, uh, have you, Jeff, 
ever refuse to roll with someone because they quote play dirty? Do people do people punch a taint? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't notice that part before. <laughs> do okay, punch a taint, Jeff. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think the taint gets punched often, but not on purpose. Can you still call them people if they're <laughs> punching taint? <laughs> Can you really call them people? Let's dig deeper. Yeah. Uh, no. No. <laughs> Jeff, let's not. So, um, Casey, to answer your question, um, yes and no. Yeah. So the first one is, are there, a, 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 you know, for, for me, if somebody is fighting dirty, like in other words, uh, and I assume by fighting dirty, you mean that they're they're rolling rough, yeah. not not hard. Rolling hard's fine. Like that's and you have to gauge that with your partners based on their, you know, your trust level and your skill level and so forth. These are things that we need to take care of. But but there are individuals that don't quite connect the dots about rolling rough, right? Like you're you're doing things that are intentionally causing harm to your opponent or your in this case your training partner because they're not your opponent. They're your training yeah. partner. Um, when I get those people, I try really really hard to show them that that I can be gentle and still beat the shit out of you. Right, like you don't need to do these things, and hopefully they can see like, oh man, I want a little bit more of that, right? And if they don't, then there are and and I am not. Uh, I, I will tell you this, and everybody that does Brazilian Jiu Jitsu knows this. There are levels to this shit, guys, and I'm just one level of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. There are people that are like, like way up here, right? In in that, but with that being said, even down here, like chances are you're way down here. So if you want. You know, you can you can start causing problems for me with by trying to cause me pain and discomfort. Okay, and what we do uh, for me personally, I have what's known as the friends and family pass. Yeah, the friends and family <laughs> pass. <laughs> the friends and family pass is bestowed upon you upon your entrance into my classroom. Brogan's familiar uh, from uh, Disney. They have the friends and family pass. Right. Where you get to the line yeah, up front. You yeah. get the line yeah. up front. Right. <laughs> I give I give that kind of grace and that kind of understanding to every student in my class, regardless if we've met before, whether we've rolled before um how long we've known each other and i give you the opportunity for me to continue your friends and family past which is to say that we try i try really hard to work up to your level and maybe just a little bit beyond so that we're like learning exchanging ideas and and training together because we're training partners right yes i am the instructor however i learn a lot from you guys not only for myself but how to teach other students and so on and so forth so there's uh, all relationships are transactional and i want this to be a a fulfilling experience for both of us. And so if we have five minutes on the mat together, I don't want to waste that opportunity. No. So, however, if you treat me like an asshole and you start <laughs> causing me play discomfort dirty. and pain and play start dirty. punching my taint. Yeah. Um, I will do my very best to maintain my composure and posture and my attitude throughout that role. However, at the end of that role, regardless of the outcome, I will revoke your friends and family pass. And the next time I see you, I won't be so nice. It's on site. And if you're still a dickhead after that, then I'll I won't. I, <laughs> I send you out to pass class yeah. out in the parking lot. Bam, bam. <laughs> You'd be a great guy for Lute Libre. See ya. <laughs> so, uh, no, to answer your question, Casey, if, if after that, like if, if, and after I've, and I will certainly verbalize this issue as well. If they're doing that to my students, I will stop them and, and tell them immediately. Um, and if I feel like there's somebody that, that needs to be spoken to in that way, I will do so privately. I won't embarrass them in front of other students. If after those things occur, they continue to do that, um, they are either not welcome in my class, 
okay, which I have no problem doing that as well. But secondly, that doesn't mean I kick you out of the gym completely. But if I see you on the mat some other time, I won't roll with you. No, I won't. Yeah. I won't yeah, waste yeah. my time with you. No, I'm not interested. You know, the <laughs> nice thing about like being in like a community like this is that there are, for us in particular, we're spoiled because we have a lot of training partners that we can choose from. We have a lot of instructors to choose from. And I can almost guarantee you that I'm not everybody's cup of tea one way or the other. And it doesn't have to be like something happened on the mat that made that made it that way. Maybe our personalities clash. Maybe we just don't get along or see eye to eye on things. And we're not friends and we don't want to train or roll together. And that's perfectly fine. You don't have to. Yeah. And, I, and, it, and you don't have to say anything about it to me. You can just not train with me or yeah. not take my classes or not roll with me. And I, I'm not offended. Yeah. Yeah. There you GTFO. Go. Yeah. Get the fuck out. Get the <laughs> fuck out. And that's I'm, that's my taint saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but great question. Uh, well, Jeff, that only leads us with our last segment of the show. And boy, oh boy, it's a wonderful one. Isn't it? Yeah. We get to find out what's, what's on your turntable. Are you f- you're familiar, of course, with the Bouncing Souls? Yes, of course. Yeah, the Bouncing Souls. The Bouncing Souls. Okay, one Those of Jersey uh, Mooches. Yeah, <laughs> they're not Mooches. Yeah. So anyway, one of my favorite bands of all time, the Bouncing Souls. So they they have a song on a record called Maniacal Laughter called The Ballad of Johnny X. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. Johnny X is a real person. Okay? Really? Yes. If you weren't familiar with this, I really did not. Johnny no, X fine. also had a band oh. for, for quite a while. Why are you going? Oh, wait, wait! Did he really? Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought because aren't those the lyrics? <laughs> yeah, Johnny X wrote the song "The Ballad of Johnny X," and the wow. Bouncing Souls just played it. Big head on that guy. Huh? Johnny X actually played on the record of Maniacal Laughter with the Ballad of Johnny X. You can hear Johnny X breaking his guitar in the 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 oh, song. That's if you very listen to interesting. It. I never knew that. I got to see as one of my anyway the oh sorry sorry wait I won't I won't jump ahead on no, just no, gonna say you're like, right. so you're gonna get me on a tangent my uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to Johnny X and the Conspiracy this week and I really 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 enjoy their records um and they only have a couple of EPs I don't think that they have any full lengths they don't have any full lengths so okay. so I have a couple of EPs um I just really like I just like the way it, it's a very it's it's rock and roll it's um. It gets it gets close to punk rock, but it's not punk rock. Okay, yeah. It's more just like straight rock and roll, um, and and it's it's got it's, it has a very moody vibe to it. Okay, it's kind of like a very introspective rock and roll. So it's yeah. it's cool. Like it's it's really cool. It's not it's not emo or anything like that. But it's but it's very like um, uh, it's it's very deep in that in that sense. It's sort of like. Um, but not deep in the sense that you're listening to words and you're like, what the fuck is he saying? Like, no, yeah. it's very, it's, it's very not, rock it's and roll. Like a, it's not really hard to, it's not a it's not, innuendo. Or yeah, yes. Yeah. There's yeah. no innuendo. It's not poetry in the sense that he's, they're trying to be poetic. It's poetic because it's, it's beautiful. But, but so listening to Johnny X and the Conspiracy, I recommend it to anybody that has never listened to Johnny X and the Conspiracy. Or if you're a Bouncing Souls fan and you've always heard the Ballad of Johnny X but didn't know that Johnny yeah. X was a real person and, awesome. and, and played music, listened to Johnny X. And to top this off, and then I want to know what's on your turntable, big boy, is this, is that at one point in my relationship, my wife got me tickets to go see the Bouncing Souls. Yeah. And, and that night in Atlantic City, Johnny X played with the Bouncing oh, Souls. Oh, shit. And it was fucking awesome. And guess what? Huh. Another one of my favorite New Jersey bands what? also played... And that uh, was Sticks and Stones. Oh, I was not 
second to guess right. <laughs> Sticks and Stones is another New Jersey punk rock band that uh, was before the Bouncing Souls, but they're all friends. And I got so I got to see Johnny and Johnny X actually played with Sticks and Stones for some time. So, uh, but not all the time, but for some time. So I actually get to see Sticks and Stones, and I got to see the Bouncing Souls and That's Johnny really cool. X play the Ballad of Johnny X with the Bouncing Souls. I saw Bouncing Souls. Fuck yeah! I, it's not as impressive whatsoever. I would love to see the Bouncing Souls in New Jersey, by the way. That would be a really it was cool great. show. Yeah. But uh, I saw not as impressive lineup, but it was my third show ever. That's what I'm impressed by. And it was one of my favorite shows ever. was Youth Brigade with Mustard Plug great. and Bouncing Souls. <sighs> Dude. That was like... That was, Youth that is Brigade? really good. Yeah, I love Youth the Brigade. The fact that I had never heard about Youth Brigade going into that show and then discovering Youth Brigade... Just from zero to sixty or zero to youth brigade is <laughs> like it's like oh. I I almost <laughs> I almost want to like make this section about going to listen to Youth Brigade. Please go listen to Youth yeah. Brigade. Yeah, I, I honestly that's an honorable mention. Also, honorable mention in this, I feel like we should dedicate this uh, turntable to Milo, who suffered a, Milo um, from the descendants. Um, yeah, a minor heart attack. A minor heart attack. He's on the mend. He's on his way back to recovery and everything like that. He's. Um, they, I think they had to cancel the rest of their he did. tour that they, they were did. doing. Yeah. Um, but that uh, love the descendants. Listen love to all. the descendants. Listen to them. Listen to them. But also, what's on your turntable, Pat? My turntable. Jeff? Yes. Is that what you're asking? I am asking that question. Am I? Am I clear? I, am I? Did I stutter? Okay. All right. What's on your turntable? It is a band that is not uh, only like what you were saying earlier. It's kind of hard to define exactly what they are. But what they are to me is one of my favorite albums of all time. This is t- uh, honestly easily. Favorite album of all time. One of. I'd say top 10. Top 10? Of all time. Wow. That I've ever heard that I could listen to probably front to, front to back. Go for it. Over and over again. Living the living end. They're self-titled. I love the living. I end. knew you would. <laughs> I knew you would because there's there's a handful. There's I'm sure you know a lot more, but I know of a handful of great bands that have a double bass player or yeah. a stand up bass sure, player. Sure. And I knew you would know because being of course, one, uh, being a stand up bass player, you yes. know, like yeah. you know their names. Well, probably. that's the style of mu- <laughs> that's the style of music I played for many many years. So it's, it's punk rock, but okay. it's but it's you know punk rock. It's not psychabilly. That's it's not, not psychabilly. It's not. Uh, rockabilly. It's not rockabilly. It's punkabilly. It's punkabilly. Yeah, yeah. it's you know punk I mean? rock rockabilly. Yeah, but they're an Australian uh, trio from, and it, the the reason it popped up was so two two things with this album uh, coming up is, or actually I believe it's this year they're actually celebrating the 25th anniversary of that album, and they're wow. doing a tour where they're playing that. Oh, that's great! I would love to see them live because I haven't seen them live. And they're a band that I feel like... I haven't seen them live either. I've never heard anyone ever mention them. Yeah. I heard one of their songs from, I believe it's from Mar- Modern Artillery, <laughs> that got kind of big, uh, Roll On, that yeah. song Roll On, yeah. I think got into like commercials and stuff. Sure, yeah. I, so I kind of got excited for them, but I haven't heard anybody mention them. I don't know anybody, but they are so unique, and this album is perfect, and I would love... It's a great record. I have... One of the best memories of my life. Speaking of seeing bands, okay, uh, I went to see Bad Religion in in at the House of Blues. Please listen to Bad Religion, everybody. Oh my God! And this was <laughs> please was, listen to Bad Religion. It was a van full of kids, van full of teenagers. Right, my mom's Aerostar, blue Aerostar. Right, <laughs> my, my brother was driving, and perfect. We, and we still had one of those. Um, not even I don't even think it was a tape cassette. 
audio tuner, but just one of those like blue, like the not Bluetooth. Oh, it must have been. It had to have been because we had to plug into the stereo. Okay. So it was one of those where you plugged into a CD Walkman. Yeah, yeah, right. And we're playing like a handful of CDs that we brought with us over and over and over again. Yeah. And uh, it was between Punkorama 1. Great record, by the way. And this album. Uh, uh, And I had never... I was like, who is this? Like, if you don't know what it is... Like, we've given you some clues on what The Living End is, but... Going into it, if you've never heard something like this, and I hadn't at the time. Sure, of course. It right. It was transformative. Bloom, it was right? like when, you know, when you start driving through yeah. a radio station and you start missing, you start going, yeah. And you're like, find the next station, find the next station. Because yeah. I'm like, I got to hear the next. I, I can't miss. It was, it was you didn't perfect. even want to go to the show after that. You just want to listen to the record. It was, it was like, it was, it was almost like it was such an imprint on my memory. Yeah. Uh, like in general. That I feel like I saw them that night, yeah, <laughs> with Bad yeah. Religion, but yeah. I didn't. Yeah, right. But that's right. how impactful that that CD was. Such a great story, man. I'm I'm glad you shared it with us. So yeah. listen to the Living End for yeah. real. We just gave you guys a whole like a whole, a whole ton, uh, yeah, a whole okay. playlist of bands that you need to listen to. Yeah. If you do not listen to these bands, you should listen to these bands. Yeah, I mean because they they are transformative, and and I would definitely say that that is the case for you know the descendants that is the case yeah. for bad religion that yeah. is the case for the living end you know um bouncing boy, souls the bouncing souls um sticks and stones like you, you know johnny x and the conspiracy you get they're, they're not quite as popular uh, johnny x and the conspiracy as i would say or put them in the same level as like bad religion but right. you know if you have not had an opportunity <laughs> this is really freaking me out <laughs> if you're not a, this, is, this, is, this is this is this <laughs> is <laughs> just, just uh, how do I tell you this? That Pat's cat is licking me. Yeah. The the party is uh, moving away from the table. Yeah, it it's is going over into our chairs. It's going into in, our laps. <laughs> it is now. It is now. Uh, it's now crossing my boundaries, yeah. my personal boundaries. Well, and uh, I'm getting nervous. Well, I guess that's a perfect end to any episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And get the fuck out of here. <laughs>